step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you can pay? And his partner, for Mecca City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. It's a very special episode of Wrestling Daft. It's a celebration the night on Wrestling Daft. It's going to be probably the best episode of Wrestling Daft has ever been because big news broke this week. It has been announced to the public. It was released to the public, to the press, to the world's media, to the global media. Grado is going to become a father. A dad is expecting a wee baby. Grado, congratulations for everybody here on Wrestling Daft. Thanks very much, mate. It's uh, great news. As I say, you know, I released a statement last night just at the back of five, you know. <laughs> uh, me and the mother are very happy. Looking forward to it. Um, and it was obviously picked up by numerous uh, media sources and such like. So it's been great. The feedback has been brilliant. Generally not, I'm all buzzing. And I swear to you, I'm no joking. The amount of people that have messaged me, texted me, uh, and sent me a tweet and stuff like that. Honestly, thank you so much because it just put a big big smile on my face. It got me really kind. And I'm no joking. I'm, I'm being serious. It was it was, it was was superb, man. Uh, I, it, was, it's, it was an exciting... Well, obviously, we knew. Like, we knew already. We are your pals, so we knew before... Mm-hmm. And I always like to make that clear to the punters out there that they were kind of late to find out this information because they don't mean as much to you. But um, but we knew, and it's exciting times. Uh, my my wife wanted me to pass on uh, the very best. Says that you'll be a really good dad. So you'll be you'll be great fun. She says. Oh, tell her thanks um, very much. That's and it's, so it's going to be it's, it's exciting times. Did your wife say it, John? Uh, she said uh, congratulations. Ah, tell her thanks, mate. Do you think you can ever use the child going forward in a wrestling angle? I mean, I'm looking a bit further forward here, but you know. The best, the best message that somebody sent me was Big Shamer, right? <laughs> it's a joke among the wrestling um, folk. That, remember Easy Money for ECW? Mm-hmm. He he was a guy that done all the gear back in the day, and he was fucking murder. It took months and months and months. I'm sure I told a story about how. I ended up making stories that was going to Japan and my motor got broken in it. But he says, hey, mate, get your, get your order in with easy money now for a leotard for the wing because it will take about 18 years to come anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking... <laughs> would, you want, would you want your wing to be a wrestler? Aye, man, probably. Aye. Um, what, is it, what is it they say again in uh, Mexico? El Hi, what is it for father again? El Hi Joe de... El Hijo. El Hijo. Aye. The son of El Hijo de Grado. It makes sense, doesn't it? El Hijo de Grado. El Hijo del Odark. 
<laughs> well, that, that, that's if it's a, a wee boy, I think it'll probably be a wee lassie, but we so uh, you've no thought about a name yet? No, I'll, I'll tell the listeners this because it's not going to happen. But um, the weirdest thing, nobody grass, right? See, when I tell you this, folks, don't screen record it and send to her pals and that, right? Because it gets embarrassed. And this is where any community because she'll go after that if she tells if she knows this is what we've been talking about. Because I think she's still quite keen on it. So nobody grass me because it's happened before, right? right. Folk grass me in. Don't fucking snitch, man. Snitches get. Snitches, mate. Snitches. That's it, mate. So the, the, the deal is she's she's got two names and she, she's not wrestling oriented at all. She doesn't love it, no end about it. Right, right. She knows the main ones, right? You know what I mean? She, um, but she, um, right, so she, uh, two, two, for a boy, it's either Brock <laughs> or Austin. <laughs> really? Listen, I can totally visualize uh, you having a boy named Austin. I'm thinking about it, man. But do you know, Hank, I would just get, I'd just get pure ribbed, man. Do you, do you imagine that? Mm. Like, there's, you obviously got a couple of dodgy comments last night in the Daily Record. There's folk replying stuff and all that. But can you imagine if it's, it's announced that Grado's son's called Austin and all that, and I'll say that he got it. Wrestling and Rangers daft. Grado calls his Wayne fucking after Steve Austin. No, that that's could, a reason but, why you should put you off. But but you could do things like you take your Wayne out in the pram and you know it's on a freezing day in the winter and stuff like that, and then you'd be like, oh. Stone Cold, no, no, you could say. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, right, partner. What's the part that you like for Stone Cold again? Um, that, trash. Well, aye, that he reminds you a piece of trash. <laughs> so the baby, uh, you would remind the baby a piece of trash if you called him Austin. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, think you should do it. Have you never, have you not considered Abyss as a name? <laughs> <laughs> Just in honour of your best match. Aye, uh, aye. Uh. Uh, so that was, I mean, so that's your week. That's been an exciting week for you. Um, brilliant. I haven't any news really. I've just been learning my lines. Uh, so congratulations to you. And the punters have got in touch with a lot of baby name suggestions. Here we go. Um, JR has suggested Rab Steveley, which would be <laughs> obviously I would be completely honoured. Jack Jester uh, got in touch with Gorilla Mon Steveley. <laughs> uh, James. That. James has suggested Strob Steveley. Oh, All right, okay, cheeky. Right, okay. Um, PR says Grad Mysterio Junior. Uh, mm. Graham, I like this one. That's what I Grant and Bar Junior. <laughs> David says it has to be Madonna if it's a girl. Oh, okay. okay. Well, it's Madonna. And maybe, was... maybe. Listen, maybe if you called the baby Madonna, right, and told Madonna that she would let you use the music. That's a shout, mate. Maybe that, that would be shit. the way to get her to use the letter you like use. Then what I called him, I need my lassie after you. Yep, see that. What Scott says, Margaret or Bray. <laughs> um, Ricky says, Bureau de Change. <laughs> Bureau de Change. I love how folk remember that, that's man. Deep cut. That's a deep cut. That's, that's a, a deep, deep cut. cut. Danny says, Odarg Steve Lee. There it is. There's Odarg there Steve go, says, Odarg. Mark. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Mark. <laughs> My boy's a mark. Ian says Gerard Steveley. Right, come on now, save that for football daft, please. Stephen says Shah Steveley. Funnily enough, we've had that discussion, and I'm no joking. We did. It, this This is before she was pregnant. I think I was probably mad with it one night, and I went, I really like the name Shah. I know it's my best mate, but I... And she was like, I quite like that. And then when I brought it up like that, she was like, no, it's, no. It's not. <laughs> I like Shah as well. I think that'd be nice. Brian says it'll be James for a boy, then Grado can... Email Cornette again about Lil Jimmy. 
happy story he doesn't wrestle he's a dad now <laughs> I mean can you believe that this story has a happy ending he's no wrestling <laughs> yeah it's funny isn't it Liam says Stevie it's that simple name mix ups fuck off Stevie 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 Willie says Barrymore <laughs> Barrymore Stevie and Billy says <laughs> Graham for the Isle of Man I think you should you should tell us what's your son's name Grado Graham I've got a friend there, I love man called Graham. Beautiful. Uh, now, before we get into media correspondence, right, Grado's got a wee conundrum for us here. Oh, this is pathetic. I can't believe I, I, this, is, uh, <laughs> this is... This is shit. Right. For next week, right, this is just quick one. Let's just get this out in the open and see if anybody can apply to this, right? Wrestling entrance music. How many songs can you list in the wrestler's entrance music with the lyrics in it, on your knees. <laughs> and that's my conundrum. Any's what have a go there now? I, I, I know two, right, on your knees. Well, there's triple, the King of Kings, Triple H, right? Miss, Miss. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, well, there's no point then. That's two in a way. <laughs> is that, there isn't just two, is there? Well, there's at least two. There's a conundrum for the troops next week. <laughs> I just, it was weird because... King of Kings come on and must call the day, and then the Missy's theme song come on. And I went, they've got two on your knees. And I went, oh, that sounds quite. That sounds. I sound. I sound quite intelligent. If I go, name at least two wrestling entrance music on your knees. But anyway, there you go. That's it. It's fucked. So probably. Oh no, but there might be more. There might be more. I'm going to be surprised. I'm going to be surprised. All of us get in touch about last week's interview with MP Mark Fletcher, and he said, "Well done, all involved for that interview with Mark Fletcher." Felt like a genuine consensus that transcends party politics and focuses instead on doing the right thing. And then Oliver went off to get a wee quinoa salad for uh, Left Bank in the West End. <laughs> in reference to last week's... Me harm you, Oliver, I'm all young. In reference to last week's Mr. Perfect Gob story, Daniel says that he gets spat on by Keith for the prodigy. Oh, well, that's... It's uh, no Mr. Perfect, but I still thought it is one of the best things that ever happened to me. Uh, Prince's nice. wife back in the day, Mighty, uh, spat water oil on me at a concert as well. Mighty? Uh, your name was Mighty. Is that not a security company? Might be. It's also it's a brand name for padlocks as well. And boys? Another Mighty, clip of wrestlers Mighty. popping up in unexpected British telly. Thanks to Peter, who sent us a clip of Shawn Michaels at a West Ham versus Blackburn game. What? Big game this, of course, for them. And they've, uh, amongst them, a big fan. WWF star... Shawn Michaels, there he is. I won't forgive him, wearing red shorts as well. They don't come much bigger than that at all. <laughs> and here he is, with Nick Collins. Nick. No way. Well, Sean, first of all, what brings you to Upton Park today? Whoa. Well, as a matter of fact, I'm here to support uh, the Blackburn Rovers, as a matter of fact. I have a distant relative that's from Blackburn, so my mother tells me. So I'm pulling for the Blackburn Rovers. Have you seen them play before? I haven't got the opportunity. Today's my first time, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. It should be, should be great fun. And when uh, a wrestling fans going to see you in action? Well, uh, the World Wrestling Federation is coming on tour uh, in June. We're going to be uh, on June 21st. We're going to be in Birmingham at the NEC. And then, uh, of course, on June 22nd, right here in London at the Royal Albert Hall, where uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, The Undertaker, all the World Wrestling Federation superstars, including, of course, me, are going to be here, uh, you know, electrifying the fans of London. How much are you looking forward to this afternoon's game? I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping uh, Mr. Shearer scores, I don't know, couple, <laughs> maybe round it off at 35 goals this year. I think that'll be good for it. Uh, do you have a message for the Blackburn players and supporters? Oh, well, uh, 
Do whatever you have to do to win. That's what I do. So, <laughs> Sean, enjoy the game. Thank, Thank you. you very much. I said bigger than six chasing him for size, isn't he? Sean Michaels there, who's here to support Blackburn Rovers today. Oh, here he Big game. Listen. Oh, here he listen, listen, listen. I just need to say here, right, by the way, um, I know you are listening to this a podcast, um, but if you've got the video version, if you can see the video version on our Patreon, you'd see that wee bit. Sean Michaels is absolutely gorgeous in that clip, by the way. Guys, I can't believe you said that, right? I'm mate, Rob, I was sitting there going, he is one handsome man now. Oh, he is absolutely beautiful looking yes, in that clip. Yes. Aye. Like, that's the best, like that's the best looking I've ever seen him. There's a proper <laughs> chance to see him up close. It's good. You know what I mean? I'm like, my God, mm. that guy is absolutely and, beautiful. And he was quite vulnerable, which made him cute. Right, he was kind of like you could tell he was a wee bit. He was known his usual environment and all that. Aye. And, Aye. Oh, He's man. like, oh, man, I need to remember the name of this team and all that. And you know what I mean, the Blackburn Rovers and all. That. I thought he was going to say 35 goals a game. Well, I'm just going 35 I know, goals. Well, it was cheeky. It. it was nice. It was beautiful. That was lovely. I enjoyed that. Thanks for sending that clip in. No, more wrestling based songs after Hulk Hogan's song last week. Paul sends through, I know this song as well, by the way, Macho Man's song, Are You Ready? Here we go. Let's hear you, Macho Man. Listen, that album was alright. The Macho Man did, I think. Be a man. I don't. I remember downloading it off Pirate Bear or whatever it was back in the day. Win MX. I remember downloading it and blasting that tune. Right. Be a man, Hogan. Have you seen the the documentary? No. The the Roddy Piper. The Steve Austin and the, the Savage Docs are superb. The first outside the rings out with Brian Pong was not too bad, but the the Macho Man one was tremendous, especially when his uh, his experts say that he was on his Ekkies. He was on his Ekkies. He was on Ekkies. Um, doing a promo in the ring in WCW, and you could see him chewing the face off himself. <laughs> Is that a dark side of the ring, the Macho Man one? Yeah, but it's quite dark. It's dark enough. The, the, the Piper one's quite dark as well, but it's like, I don't... Look, mate, it's just like... It's kind of, you know, I feel but it was weird, right? Because Hogan's a talking head on it. Bubba the Love Sponge is a talking head on it. Vince Bubba is the Love head. Sponge? It's like, where did they get? Why did he come on? Aye, why, and his what? story was because he used to annoy someone on the radio 15 years ago. And I'm like, why would he want that fucking idiot? And obviously you've got Hogan telling his side of the story, which, you know what Hogan's like? You know what I mean? know freaking... what Hogan's like. We know what Hogan's like. Um... Aye, I don't know. I see Hogan, is it even, you know, I'm suspicious about things like, you know, when Ultimate Warrior died and Hogan said, I made peace with him not before he died. Aye, mate. I'm like, where's the proof? Where's the proof? Where's the proof? Where is the proof? Because be a man, Hogan. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no, hold on. Before, it's time to sing a wrestling theme. Oh, come on. Can I not just sing it? Uh, all right, okay, what have we got? Um, well, now we have got a special guest coming on the show today. Uh, Jeff Jarrett is going to come on to have a chat with Gradle. Um, I can't be there because me and Jeff Jarrett, well, we've got a bit of history mm-hmm. and maybe talk about that at a later date. Um, so, w- Willie has asked for you to sing My World. Mm-hmm. Um, so, would you, would you, Gradle, sing My World for Willie? 
Yep, uh, I'll sing it for Willie, and it won't be the first time I sing it for old Double J as well. So, uh, listen right, to Grado is going to sing this for Willie. <clears throat> um, Grado will sing anything for Willie. On you go, Grado. I you might date in the Jeff Jarrett interview, all right? Just you keep your eyes peeled, Willie. Might date later. Keep your you eyes know? peeled. Keep your Willie peeled. I keep your eyes peeled, Willie. <laughs> and if you want to get in touch with him about any of that, I'll just random wrestling related stuff. Get us on Twitter, Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast. Just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email us at Wrestling Daft at gmail.com. Let me spell that out for you. It's G M A I L dot com. Formerly right. Google Mail. Here is the deal. You want Kitty Root in our clobber? Don't don't fret because we've got you sorted, right? Wrestling Daft merch is available right now at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Plenty of designs up there. We've got the mark is here uh, with the wrestling daft belt. We've got the, the Hulk Hogan coat, the famous Hulk Hogan coat, which is Rob. Uh, the famous Hulk Hogan is uh, Goodnight Hulkamaniacs and Jabroni Marks without a life that don't know it's a work when you work a work and work yourself into shoot marks. Tremendous. And uh, plus, I'm a ticket mum for you. Chips, cheese and Donna, me and Margaret Erefiend. Not only that, we've got hoodies, we've got face masks, we've got phone covers, trucker caps, bum bags and aprons all available. So check out our range at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk. Check out the links on the Facebook page or the Twitter, which is easy enough to remember. It's at Wrestling Daft. Now, every week we like to separate the line of duty finale for the Battlestar Galactica finale. Right, hold on, this is John's words again. Right. I am I'm no doing this bashing good old Martin Compton's a good Tim, so I'm not getting involved in this. Did you like the did you watch the finale, Rob? I've not seen any of line of duty. I, I was I hadn't watched it and then it was too late to catch up and all that, but I, I was very much enjoying everybody reacting to it and all that. <laughs> I think people get themselves too wound up about the day. The end in a teleprograms. Everybody how, was, you know. How many times have you seen it, mate? Breaking Bad, Sopranos, the odd it. Game of Thrones. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with oh. ending a Game of Thrones, and everybody oh. was losing their heads. Worse than wrestling fans. Was not worse than wrestling fans? Exactly. Uh, worse than wrestling fans. And I don't mean wrestling fans are bad because I'm I'm a, I'm the same. I'm a wrestling. No, exactly. Fan. I know we go the wrestling the fans are brilliant. All right. We love wrestling fans. I love wrestling fans. But shop.spreadshirt.co.uk. What <laughs> grado are you wanting to put over, and what you want to bury? All right, okay, here we go. Um, nah, I'm just on this. I'm just obviously just going to be putting over the, the, the podcast. Sorry, the well, actually, this is what I'm going to put over, and we'll talk about it uh, in the Jeff interview. But I mate, the, the, the Jeff Jarrett podcast, love it, blew, blew away, blew me away. I just, um, it was dead honest. It was three hours long, Rab, and I listened to it on Awana. How many well, hours? Three hours, mate. Three hours. Three. That was what I was hoping for. Oh, it was like, sh- three years. It was three years long. Mate, he's honest. And there's just there's the hundreds of stuff that I'm like, you know what? I can't wait till he gets into this because he's never done shoot interviews. And Conrad, he is probably, he's up there with us in terms of uh, podcast material and stuff like that. So, mate, it's only, you know what I mean? So I'm going to put over that and I'm going to put over the uh, ye old documentaries which I've aforementioned. The, uh, the, the 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 biography channel, but I'm burying the the, the lost treasure shit. Yes, crap. I, I did crap, I tell you last we spoke about this last week, didn't we? Um, aye, it's crap. I want to just put over. I've finally started catching up on some NWA stuff. You know, I was mm. a big fan of NWA Power. Um, last year, uh, well, longer ago than last year. No, geez, oh, um, pre-pandemic, 
And uh, I've just started catching up again on what NW are doing and the whole kind of Trevor Murdoch thing and the nice setup they've got there. They've put Tim Storm on the desk and kind of feeling like, oh, is that Tim Storm done now? And then you're feeling like, oh, there's wee stories. The story's nicely developing in there at NW. I, think I, I like their old school method of storytelling, um, I suggest. Cradle, you try and catch something. How can we watch that, mate? It's on yeah. Facebook and YouTube. Um, oh, I've been I've been watching it on Fight <clears throat> TV, mate. All right, okay, and it's three. It's it's not three. Right, okay. Hey, bronze bronze cello wants to put her last week's running. A great interview. Uh, and WWE banging out all these documentaries. Big Kevin, Sean, Macho Man was amazing. Looked That's good. The dark the, side the... of the ring being back this week. Um, I saw big sexy Kevin Nash saying online that he was tearing up watching the Big Kev one. Um, have you seen that one, Gredo? I started it last night and I got halfway through and I fell asleep. And you know what? I must admit, see, before that, I went, we've seen this all before. We've seen it. We get it. The click. click however, moment. however, there's great footage that you've never seen before. You've got backstage in the garden at that house show where he, where he beat Backlund for the title. Um, you've just got the, the right detailed story about how Shawn Michaels came across Vinny Vegas and Oz and w, WCW and brought him over and it's really good man, it's it's no like the other ones, it's, the, the, you feel as if you're rammed in your throat, we get it, the cotton call and all that shit, but it's fresh man it's nice uh, well, see, see however, these, see these Shawn docu- Michaels isn't as handsome, playing about as what he was at the Blackburn game, we'll tell you that. See these documentaries Gredo, would you say that they're good for like, could I sit and watch them with Jen, with my wife? And she's kind of... It's not like she's getting any interest in wrestling. It's not like she's like, oh, I don't like wrestling. But, um, like, are, do they stone up just as kind of documentaries about people in this kind of world? Or do you need to be into the wrestling? Honestly, you don't need to be into wrestling. And I'm being serious. Steph's exactly Jen. It's, she's no... She's, she can come or go with it, right? She'll, mm-hmm. she'll sit... But the, the documentaries... She actually likes, she loves, like, you know, his father was a blacksmith and he used to slap him about and the mother was stern and all that. The usual shite. She likes all that and, you know, growing up in the streets and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, but, uh, I mean, she she really, she watched the Austin one with me. She watched the Austin one with me. Would I be able to watch it and feel quite good about it? I because I've never seen Austin emotional before. I said it last week. Aye, it's right, it's right. quite, uh, it's, it's, it's cool. And, and the, the Vince is used as a talking heads as well, which he's no used. You can tell he's just done a set and seats for, right, for week one, it's Austin, right, say something. Week two, Piper. But um, as I say, but it's very, very, what do you call that when you look at it for yourself? It's very biased. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a Vince talk on the way, isn't there, at some point? But again, that's going to be completely biased. Well, mate, do you know what that side of the ring are doing? Their, their episodes for this Series 3 are going to be tremendous. They've got a, a special on the plane ride for hell. And uh, <laughs> the, 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 the directors and the producers for that show were talking about it going, look, when we, before we um, started doing this episode, they just thought it was like a, a, a drunken flight. But when they actually peel back, the, the, all the stuff that's there it's, it was mental which I would like to know because see for re- but this is the thing though see for wrestlers even to refer to it as the plane ride for hell you know it must have been bad aye for even them to kind of be like fucking hell man at flight I always get a kick out of it because I don't get a kick out of it but this, the, do you remember you at the SEC show Rab when uh, that year it was the insurrection tour 
and it was the mob that were on the plane right for hell were in Glasgow like two days before. They, they, I think they'd done Glasgow on a Friday and then they'd done an insurrection pay-per-view. I I, right, but the, I just love because it's like I can remember I can I can remember everybody that was on that flight because I was right at the Titantron but the entrance where I can remember Goldust expat I can remember seeing uh, Hayes and all this. Do you know what I mean? Like, Aye. and I think, oh, that's the mob that were you know getting it loudy. I think it was Triple it's H. The fact it's, not, it's the fact that wasn't he just you wasn't he just the wrestlers? It was like. It was like backroom guys as well. Mm. It was like the whole fucking. I mean, it was just a. I mean, they wonder, mate. You imagine, right? Wrestlers, fucking, full of drugs, full of alcohol, and a plane to themselves. You know what I mean? Just a and and by the way, it's not not just an hour. You know, eight hours. Okay, right. <laughs> I mean, Aye. I loved it. Fucking hell, man! <laughs> I'd make a cracking film on it. Uh, oh my god, I. I mean, I can't film that. Right, so. Uh, Billy's getting no, no getting to put over as he hasn't been watching it this week, but he's burying the zombie drinks at the tiki bar on Bath Street. They things were lethal. They love being sprawled out in Socky Hall Street after 11 o'clock. Obviously, the beer gardens have opened and Billy's right in there. Craig wants to put over WWE documentaries and the bump far better than the current product. And he wants to bury Eva Marie returning after the Iconics getting released. Of course, oh. Eva Marie is back. Oh, I saw that this morning when I was doing a job just before I started to go. I was sitting in the bar and I was scrolling. And the evolution has begun. No, people need to, it's got nothing to do with people, new people coming in has got nothing to do with people being released. There's no connection there for me. It's no like they went, even when he's coming in, so let's get rid of these people. It's not, so people need to get peace with that. Ben wants to put her NWA hitting out of the park with other stories. I'm in, mate. Every match seems to tell a story, but I'm most interested in Tim Storm and Sal Renoro. He wants to bury AEW. He doesn't like how the inner circle are no goodies just because they hate MGF. Um, I I feel a wee bit uncomfortable with that kind of face turn as well myself, to be honest. Pablo wants to put our Grado's super sperm. Okay. Well done on the pregnancy, mate. Can't wait for okay. the knackered new dad Grado podcast in the world. <laughs> Damn it. Mate, it's already in the, in the works. And Pablo uh, wants to bury the Alexa Bliss and Lily angle. At least the Firefly Funhouse was entertaining. It's crazy that this is still going on. It's crazy. It's crazy, well, man. Come on, it's man. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Thomas oh, wow. wants to put all the WWE Untold series, Two Dudes with Attitude, another great episode, although it would have been good to get some balance like they usually do. That's true. And he wants to bury the listener of the week. I said Blackman was hard. He cashed in with a penny to reply to my tweet and he took all the credit. So we don't want any beef between the listeners. Just, right? just calm down, guys. Um, Irving uh, says that... TJPW, Tokyo Joshi Pro, continues to be the best women's promotion in the world. Technique, originality, and character in the matches is unmatched. And the commentary team have a Radio Scotland vibe to them, apparently. It's <laughs> <laughs> just Kenny McIntyre at New <laughs> Sounds good. Kerr wants to put her RK Bro and Sheamus, as they are James, had within that three-hour raw. But he wants to bury folk just getting title matches because they want one. Right, hold on now. People have been getting title matches because they want one since day dot in the wrestling. Aye. You want, what do you want us to do? You want us to do this? Like, I, it's still, I think it's still crazy that AEW tried to do that mad kind of point system thing, remember? Sometimes, it's, sometimes they refer to it now as well. No. Still. Aye, right for the start. They, they still yeah. sometimes mention it. They're like, there's a kind of that. ranking system. You're like, I hate that. They're still doing it. I'm still doing it. I hate that part. That. that was like fucking the grand title and impact where it was like five three minute rounds or three minute five round whatever things and there was like judges. I hate that push. 
Barry wants to put her MJF. Loves him. Rico wants to put her Gredo becoming a dad. Well, I'm not a dad yet, but I. Very nice news. Thank you. Thank you about Rico. Sorry, thank you. Selco wants to put all the joy he's getting for the AEW fanboys thinking there's a chance Daniel Bryan will end up there. Nay chance in hell, nah, he says. No. Do we believe that? Look, yeah. mate, I think, I mean, I, 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 listen, I, will, I look at a lot of the kind of the, the, the online journalists and they kind of bury that and say, look, he's been, he's been, uh, he's been threatening about that for years, but this could be the time. But, um, yeah, contract is out of contract. If, uh, out the day or something. Like that, what, yeah. what they're saying is, I, I think you'll up in New Japan. Do you think, Rab? I think. Listen, I just, I don't know why people are rubbishing it because why would they not go AEW? Why would they not go there? Mm-hmm. Like, why would they not go there? If I was Daniel Bryan, I would go to AEW. I think, or I would start touring around the house. If I was Daniel Bryan, I'd go to NWA. I'd start going around the houses. I would go BCW because you know, he's got that star appeal but I just think oh man I just think he would want to go AEW I think you'd be like get me right in the mix there the big question is is Daniel Bryan pro too? well that's that's the big question yeah. that's the big question which hopefully we're going to get Logan on I've, I've asked him to come on because I said he enjoyed ah, you need to explain the funnels who Logan is uh, sorry Logan Storm is a guy who's just started a company pro too. it was a wee gimmick which we thought was quite it tickled his man um, that he asked people once that have joined if they're pro too. Um, so it's he's, he's starting up a new, a new promotion so we want to kind of we don't want to kind of bury it or anything like that we want to hear him hear what he's got to say he sent me a message the other day saying listen to the podcast and I don't know if he meant as in uh, you're kind of look were we bamming it up no listen this guy's got about 10 commissioners and had no shows yet right and I like that kind of part that's the kind of part I like. that's the kind of part I used to use with my wrestling figures back in the day right so let's get him on the show and we'll find out what his plans are because I've got a feeling this guy is not going to he's not going to back down for us when we challenge him we'll show new promotion going to day and we need to get a wee bit of support grade of course because good old Shamer is going to be on Shamer's the first gonna be show it. yeah so yeah. and listen I've met Logan plenty of times he's a, he's a great guy so and but this is what it's all but it's a debate it's like when somebody when somebody becomes a manager on Sky Sports News they get other managers to comment on it and players so we're only doing a journalistic duty and I'm also going to say here that you hear a lot of people saying, hey, no, everybody can just be a promoter and all that. Well, actually, that's not true. Everybody can be a promoter. The question is whether people can be a good promoter or whether people can be a promoter that manages to sustain things for a long time. But let me tell you something. If you've got the resources, anybody can be a promoter. Um, so that's part of it. No, not just anybody can do it. Not just anybody can do it well. But let's see what he's going to say. We'll get him on, we'll shy him about it, and we'll find out exactly who is a pro to. And Graham wants to bury any wrestler that doesn't wear knee pads or boots. Perverse man, who's this Graham? Here, man. Here, here, here. I actually tweeted that years ago, and I've always thought it just didn't look right. It just, mm, there needs to be knee pads. Something weird about the bare knees, isn't there? Oh, it's weird. Then it just looks like... Is is the the guy the the producer in ITV who when I would I would uh, suggest folk for all the sport he would go that's a bit he's just a man in pants that is a man in pants a guy with foot knee pads but fair play but you're gonna fuck your knees who did you suggest to the world of sport guy that said to me he's just a man in pants about? I think we said it before it was it was Adrian he's just a man in pants he's just a man in pants but we told Adrian that. Jesus. John, sorry, what were you saying now? Yeah, I'm trying to think of wrestlers that don't wear knee pads. R- Riddle, M- Riddle doesn't wear knee pads, does he? 
I'm pretty sure I've seen Cesaro without them. There's Hogan. Hogan, I'm just trying. Hogan, Hogan wears knee pads. Hogan wears knee pads. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. thinking of other wrestlers that don't wear knee pads. I've never, yeah. never even thought that. I've never Cody Rhodes for, for, for a while never wore knee pads. He never wore knee pads, remember that? Yeah. Was that when he was doing the dashing Cody Rhodes stuff? Uh, oh, I know a wrestler that didn't wear knee pads. Yeah. Jimmy Savile. let's not forget that jimmy savile was a wrestler yep okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Please welcome to the show this guy, He is a WWE Hall of Famer. More importantly, he's an Impact Wrestling Hall of Famer. He is the star of his new podcast, which I listened to the other day. Fantastic. Please welcome the King of the Mountain, the chosen one, Mr. Jeff Jarrett. My friend. Great up. <laughs> Are we going to speak English today or Scottish? So I had a, Japanese, had a Japanese guy on last week. What? Here we go. I'm trying to speak nice. Yes, nice. slow. Slow down for me. I'm Thank slow. I'm simpleton. Man, you've got a beautiful face for a podcast. I'll say that. Here we go, man. Watch, watch your language. John, how are you doing today, sir? I'm very well, thank you, Jeff. I, I, you? I'm going to be uh, – I have some manners, uh, some some diplomacy here. Uh, Grado, uh, who's actually he, – he's been at my house, like right where I'm at, he's been. Right out this side, at this window of the lake, he's been here. He's still – I almost wanted to adopt him at one time, but still zero manner. So I'm going to yeah. formally introduce myself to you, John. John Jeff. That's J E double F J A double R E double T. That's double J Jeff Jarrett, the world's player. How you doing, sir? I'm very well, thank you, Jeff. I am John J O H N M C I N E double L Y. Like it, McNally. McNally, yep. There you go. That's hey, Irish. Jeff. Is that Irish? Jeff. It is Irish, actually. It is Irish. Yes. Yeah, How, how's Ron and Don? <laughs> They're fantastic. Uh, Don is actually the GM of a municipal auditorium. It's uh, it, you know, Bridgestone Arena is the big arena here in Nashville, but municipal auditorium is the old venue. Uh, but he's the general manager of that. And uh, Ronnie is uh, in the music business. He was touring, out touring, uh, road managing for Lauren Elena, country music artist, among other things. He's in the um, cool. The digital I was asking about the dogs. I meant the dogs. Are you talking over me before I finish? Oh, the dogs, my dogs. <laughs> remember? Okay. They're doing great. I have the you doors. remember that I called them Ronnie Dog? That was the best. I I, look, I forgot about all your silly antics. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's got two big, massive dogs, right, John? Right. And uh, we went out in the boat, and the two of them were sitting just nice next to each other. I went, they're running down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at my jokes, but it was brilliant. <laughs> Look, John, do you understand what? Do you have a point of reference of who Ron and Don is? No, I have no. I, I'm, I'm, I've no idea. John, Ron and Don Harris, the Harris twins. Ah, right, right. right. All right, so right. that's a kind of part. Yeah. Of is a wrestling in joke, Yeah, I guess. I know. I'm just trying to show off that I've been. <laughs> so Ron and Don are, are they're originally from Florida, but they lived in Nashville for years. So 
being the wrestling historian Grado is, uh, he mm-hmm. went back in the deep archives, which always impressed me. His Grado will fool you. His intricate, detailed knowledge of useless wrestling trivia has always blown me away. He knows lyrics to songs that I forgot they were even songs, but he knows them. Can I get you to sing a few here uh, today on the podcast at some point, like like an obscure? Uh, give me some uh, Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, I can't remember the words to that. But no, can I? No, can I? Can I? Can I give you this one? Can I give you this one? Let's hear it. My arms are as cool as whitening. My arms are as cool as ice. When we remember the battle, he hear the judges right. One thing we can count on. Everywhere you turn, you see marvelous me. Mighty, you pulled that out. <laughs> see, you always surprise me. Get to the hook of the song, and you go, "Oh yeah, I remember that." You remember who that whose song that was? It was Scott Hall's first, and then somebody yeah. else used it for one night only. Marvelous me, um, uh, Apollo. Marvelous me, Apollo. Right from Puerto Rico, he used it as well. He must have used it after after Scott Hall. You're right. You're right, mate. You know I'm a big fan of Dale Oliver. That was one of the best days of my life. I went to Dale Oliver's house and I was singing. Sorry about your damn look. I was singing it with him. He's just great. How's Dale? He's he's fantastic. You know his son works for AEW. Zane. I see. Did he? How about he that? He works on you. So Zane, you know, obviously he's growing up, he's getting older now, but you know, now he's he's up of working age. But so yeah, it's uh family business. So uh Grado, you've had a lot of great best days of your life connected <laughs> in Orlando when we made uh uh Daily Mirror. What was the headline? What was the 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 crack uh, magazine that you uh was it was it Bulk Hogan? That was one of them. When I introduced you to Hulk, what what newspaper did that make that in back in Glasgow? The Sun, the Sun. See, <laughs> unbelievable. Okay, tell tell John what happened that day. Well, we're going for sushi, and then what happened? Well, I've I've heard Grado's end of this story, Jeff. I, I need to hear the real story from you. So, John, tell me what his version of it because well, it. You went down to this. This was when you were stressed, Grado. Am I right in saying? And you, your phone was running out of battery, and you met him down at. That the, was the other time I met. That right, I never met Hulk right. Wade and Dinsmore. This is the one when we were going for some sushi. We're going for some sushi. Oh, I don't think I have heard this one. Then you have heard it. And then uh, I says, I looked up Google Maps, and then I went, Hogan's Beach Shop is like one point six miles for, for where we are. Where this is WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. We're in the hotel, Karen. Me, you, were the kids, any kids with us or, or I, I'm not sure what the setup was, but we were both hungry. I know me and you were hungry and wanted to go eat and That's you right. were hungry. And I said, let's find a sushi place. And so we pulled out of the hotel and just the way Universal Drive and I Drive and that whole area was, and it was that era of, you know, uh, mania traffic. And you didn't want to take the wrong way pulling out of the, the lot. If you had to, you'd circle around and buck the way. And, um, there he is, sitting in the back seat. Hey, Double J, Hogan's Beach Shop is 1.6 miles away. Yeah, I don't care. We just took a wrong turn. I'm hungry. Hey, do you uh, you want to go by there? No, Crato. <laughs> I don't want to go to Hogan's Beach Shop. No. You sure? 
And and have you ever, John? Do you have kids? I do. Yeah, I have two. Okay, what are their ages? Uh, Eleven and eight. Oh, perfect. Okay, so when you're boy and girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the boys eleven. Boys eleven, girls eight. Yeah. Okay, so when your eight girls goes about five, and and the boys maybe eight, and they're a little bit of tussle and everything, and okay, the the older brother maybe was not nice to the five-year-old. So you got to make it up to him. Yeah. But you yeah. Sort of had a rough day at work and you no hush, no hush, no hush. And then you finally lock in and your eyes lock in with your five-year-old kid's eyes. And you see that she's really had a tough time and, <laughs> and she's very sincere. And it's like these words, John, it's, 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 it's almost, she's just like, it's, takes her voice from about a five to about a three and then to about a one it's he's dad <laughs> <laughs> and i turned the car around and i looked at grado and i said you're serious and he said look when he jokes around it's king of the mountain or double j or sings a song but when he calls me jeff just just jeff jeff please and I just went, you've got to be kidding me. Really? Okay, son. That may be the day that I signed the adoption papers. Because I'm like, here's my son. I cannot turn him down. So we turn the car around, pull up. Jimmy Hart's inside. Hey, Jimmy, do you mind? And uh, we caught this part on film. Uh, Grados takes his shirt off. And what was that whole, what did, I mean, it was, it turned into a whole production like only Grado can do. But uh, we had a lot of fun that day. All kidding aside, I took my buddy, and he was thrilled to meet. Uh, it was the best. It was Hogan, a, Hogan just, was actually very kind and buddy. And I said, Man, this this guy, you you, you want to have a conversation with him? The, the dude's got charisma, and, but, and he can work. But that's that's right. I goes because you said like I remember you going. I'm telling you, he does all what you do. He's over. He's over in the UK. It, hey, you can work as well, right? And I'm going. <laughs> And, and then after that, I goes, I can't believe you told him that I could work. And you went, yeah, I was fucking, I was ribbing him. <laughs> I've, I've got a question for you because Grado obviously went over to TNA and you, it's almost like you've taken him under your wing when he was over there. What made that kind of friendship, what made you take a shine to him? Look at him. How can you be mad at that face? <laughs> Uh, look, I'm a third generation guy. My grandmother, you know, uh, the, it was a, did everything but wrestle. She promoted and then my dad wrestled and promoted. So I've been around a lot of quote unquote, the boys, talent wrestlers. But when you have a, uh, somebody with charisma and with the it factor, I hate that you're making me tell this story. This is the best. Story. This is the best. I, he's got a, a unique ability to communicate whether it's one-on-one -on -one or with an audience of 10,000, he can communicate with folks and never open his mouth. That's yeah. charisma. And so when you have that ability and then throw in uh, his personality and his recall and his timing, and I'm talking to, not talking about just in-ring wrestling timing, but his comedic timing and charisma timing, he's, I, I've said this to numerous people. You don't manufacture that kind of talent. You just don't. And, yeah. and, um, that's, that's the honest truth. He, he, I, I, to this day, he has not even scratched the surface on his full potential in, uh, 
in, in the world of professional wrestling. Yes, he's got a thick, and I always mess with him about that, you know, the thick Scottish accent, that if he gets going too fast and, yeah. you know, for an American, you can't follow it. You guys know that. We, I struggle to follow it, Jeff. I'll be honest with you. Exactly. Me neither. But when, when he takes it down a notch, his communication skills, he doesn't lose the accent, but it, the communi- I'm just telling you, he's, uh, he is still a diamond in the rough. So well, I'm I'm going to ask this question because I know Grado. I'm talking about wrestling circles, not 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 acting yeah. and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Why do you think that that none of the big, you know, the promotions after TNA? Why do you think, see, a WWE, NXT UK, or you know, we obviously had the world of sport, but why do you think none of these promotions have looked at Grado? Because I mean, for me, you know, in British wrestling, he's one one of the biggest stars over here, and yet he's not. No one's taking a gamble on him. I'll say this. Look, there's been a lot of great things that have come out of the age of information and social media and, 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 and all that. But the quote unquote term work, work rate and hurricanas and this and that, all that kind of stuff. You didn't have to teach Grado that, that not only do you not need to do all that kind of work rate to, to, to sell tickets, which is about, Matter of fact, if he had that ability and he had, he can work, I've wrestled with him, I've seen him wrestle, that detracts from the charisma. It just does. Some people have to have that in-ring athletic ability and do all that kind of stuff. He communicates, sells tickets, sells buy rates, sells all that. So in, in the age of, I'll say this, if he were around in the 90s, he'd have been a main eventer, no question. I've said that to a number of people. It's just this this era of rating matches and work rate and yeah. all the kind of stuff. But what what has baffled me, and it goes without saying, you can look at my history. I'm a huge fan of the UK independent scene. Mm-hmm. And look, Mark Dallas, it goes without saying. Look, I mean, Grado is very synonymous uh, with, with with the main event scene at ICW and everything that goes with it. But but um, the independent scene from my perspective has had the ability to capitalize on Grado and they never have. And I don't, I can't answer that. I don't know. You have to ask the promoters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll put Grado off over, over enough. I think you can, yeah, let's, yeah. Well, let's get to the plugging of the podcast. Well, hold on, wait there. I just want to say one yeah, thing that lovely words, right? But listen, but I don't know if I told you this, Jeff, I'm sure I did, but you weren't always that nice to me. I what? You you weren't always that nice to me. Why do you say that? Didn't I tell you a story about when I was a kid? <laughs> Here we go. And I and I I was in the lobby. I was just a young wrestling fan, so excited to get my pictures with the wrestlers in Glasgow, in Glasgow, in the Hilton. And I got a couple of pictures, a couple of selfies. <clears throat> and then I remember there's Jeff Jarrett, there's Jeff Jarrett, there's Jeff Jarrett. And you were wearing a Man United scarf. On United scarf, and I went up and went, Jeff, Jeff, could, could, would, would I be able to get a, a, a picture or an autograph? And you, you went, sure, kid, follow me. So I'm like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> Where are we going? Right, I'm like <laughs> walking, walk in the lobby, take a left, walking right behind you, and then he walks on the fucking bus. He walks on the bus and leaves me standing there. <laughs> I was devastated. He's a heel, baby. He's a heel. He was. was like, he was. <laughs> Exactly. See exactly, you got that. Aye, but uh, it makes a makes a big difference. I remember that always sticks in my mind. Right? 
I didn't want to give you an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, Jeff, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be honest. I'll listen to that podcast. Now, this is going to sound like I'm saying this because it's Jeff and what he's just said, but I listened to the, the first episode of the episode with Conrad. Yeah. 100%. Blown away. Literally blown away. And I'm, and it was, it's just because you're right. It's like we've heard, on, this is no harm to Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff and JR, but there's a lot of those stories that you've heard before, right? And they've always got their own take on it, but there's so much that Jeff has never, ever spoke about in wrestling. And just even that first episode, there was stuff he was talking about that I've never heard before. And I'm like, this is going to be, this is going to be the best podcast ever. I was crying at the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get out of here. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, it's fun. We just finished episode two. And it's about the last Nitro when Vince fired me and the story behind the story and the ins and outs. And 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 Conrad, look, he he's the magic in the sauce. He does his prep. He knows his stuff. He, 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 he tells a story just like a movie, a television show, a wrestling match, a three-hour pay-per-view. He takes it on a journey. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited because you're right. I've never done – you know, Conrad asked me last week, he's like, yeah, or stated last week, you've never done shoot interviews. And he's right. I've never done a shoot interview. Yeah. And so uh, now's the time. And we've kicked it off. And I just got the news right before we're having this call. We're uh, on iTunes number four in all of sports and climbing. So we're excited, man. We're really excited. I think it's really interesting from a wrestling podcast perspective as well, Jeff, because unlike a lot of these guys that do the podcast, I mean, you have done literally everything in the business from owning the company to promoting, to uh, producing, to being in the ring. You know, I, th- I think it just gives you a really unique perspective that not a lot of other podcasts will have. Conrad touched on that dating back to 2017 when he had launched him and Bruce were really getting the momentum going. And he was like, Jeff, and I, I didn't want to hear it. I've, uh, you know, like, like Grado, we don't want to look in the rearview mirror. What do we, what do we have tomorrow? What do we have next week? What do I get to play at Christmas time? What's the stage show you do? Of that with his makeup and his rosy red cheeks, but what's going to come up, you know, what's next week, next month. Yeah. I've never looked in the rearview mirror. And so now's the, you know, I guess the time, but, uh, Yes, I, I've, I've grew up in a wrestling family. My grandmother, everything we've already sort of discussed. So I've always had a different perspective looking at the business through the eyes of not just a wrestling fan, not just a wrestler, but maybe the promoter and the, the, the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the biggest the biggest episode that I'm looking forward to, TNA show, show number 44. <laughs> Here we go. Raven versus Jeff Jarrett in the fairgrounds. Ooh. One of my favorite matches of all time. But Raven should have went over. Oh, and you've told me that over and over and over. <laughs> I love it still, even though we're buddies. You said that. I remember us having an argument right out of the dock about that. Like, Jeff, I'm like, you don't understand. You don't have a clue. But the best part about it is, is you're still talking about it right now. So whether Raven went over or not, I still, no. I still hooked you. You did, you did, you hooked me. Honestly, you did, and uh, and and I, I I know that you're just you need to go and get another call, right? But yeah. I need to ask you one more thing, right? It's just the where did you like? Let me put it this right. You were the first guy, the first company in the mid two thousands to start noticing British wrestling. Yeah. You remember when you had the match where he's sadly gone? He's he's, he's no longer with us, Adrian Linehart, but. 
was that you? Was that your idea to get into the UK market? Because ever since then, it's just it's went for, to World of Sport, to WWE UK, and it feels like you you guys were the first to come over and start recognizing us. So look, I've got the luxury again of knowing the the the, the stories from the big daddies, sixties and seventies, how hot it was, and then okay, so it goes away. And and ninety three was my first, you know, ninety three, ninety four, and. Martin Goldsmith is doing the merch for WWF. And so that 90s run that I was a part of in London and all this, and I'm like, where's the local wrestling? And then 1PW, uh, you know, that's early in, in 2002, three, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I just knew the scene was coming on and coming off the Attitude Era and as hot as it was around the world, really everywhere it was shown. You know, I just talked a few hours ago about the, we did a tour of Australia with WCW in 2000 and there wasn't much independent wrestling going on there. I knew it was there and, and, and had the ability. And then, you know, you're specifically talking about the Lionheart match. I can remember, oh man, it was great. Andy Barton, we're, we're talking about the UK deal and like, what can we do different on this tour? And I said, let me, Find Johnny Moss for <laughs> uh, Lionheart uh, for Glasgow. Let me find individual local wrestlers to give it that flair. And and I can tell you, in Wembley Arena with Mossy and Lionheart and Glasgow, those are two of my matches that 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 stand out to this day. Right. It, it's it's really what the art of our business get localized, get emotional. Greg Hemphill, the you know the comedian there, yeah, there on stage, and this is a quick little story. And John, I do got to go. I got to get a call here in just a couple of minutes. But Hemphill helped me out, Grado, when he walked out on stage. Mm-hmm. Still game, the walk that he That's right. for his character. What's in it? Came the character. Still game, still Jack and Victor. Okay, he did that walk, and I had no idea what it meant, but everybody in the arena did, and I go, "This is good stuff." <laughs> that wasn't brilliant. And it's over, and I'm going to beat the hell out of Lionheart, and we're going to tear the house down. And it was—it's one of my fondest memories. It's, you know, for sure, uh, my one of my fondest memories uh, of, of United Kingdom. But it's all about connecting emotionally, and that's something that, from to circle back to Grado or or or, or wrestling, it com- it connects. Shook's house party. Everybody has an affection. Come down, see the, just really touch it, taste it, smell it, enjoy it, live it, breathe it. It's it's what our industry is about. Absolutely. Oh man, what an inspiring conversation with old Jeff Jarrett. Huh? Was that no tidy, John? Oh yeah, that's got me. Well, we see you in Scott once this uh, is all over, Jeff. We're going to see you back. We still, we still do a match. And I look, and I'll leave on this. I've got some things already not written in pen because we got to let the pandemic sort of get out of the way. I've got some things penciled in. My world is going to go on tour in the UK. Um, I've already got some requests, so I'd love to. Fill my calendar up with my world live events and maybe a couple of wrestling shows here and there. We'll figure it out. Brilliant, man. Get in there, Jeff. Well, I'll let you go, mate. Thanks very much. And uh, that was great. I'm just going to record that five minutes of him putting me over. (laughs) Guys, have a great day. Tidy. Tidy. See you later, Jeff. See you later, my man. Take me out with my world. Right. This earth is got no pace and down again and don't look back. He ain't bad, he ain't the rock. You can see it, man. He's about to sit down. He ain't gonna hit my big mouth tuck in my world. John, my all world. my socials are at realjeffjarrett. Out realjeffjarrett. I've got a website I've launched, realjeffjarrett.com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at realjeffjarrett. Guys, have a great day. Thanks. Tell the tell Karen and the kids I was asking for them. Sorry. Bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
You just made the list! Now, every YouTube channel and podcast loves to make a list, and so do we. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. This week, we have music chats. We want to know, do you want us to talk about the best teams in WWE or the best in AEW? And it was WWE that won. It's the best music themes in WWE, and it's the best music themes in the WWE. The new. Oh, the new, right? Because surely the we've new. done this before. Well, well it's the new. Time yet. This is just yeah. the new. It's the new. I think I've been doing this every week. Yeah, I know you like talking about music, Grado. That's why I, put, I, I, I like to put a wee music. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. No, it's the new. It it's the, the best new. the new. Fuck, I don't even know them, the It's the best the new. Right, new. Also, just to clarify, John, before we get into the rules of this list, uh, you know, HBK is still technically... Oh, you can't have that. <laughs> Triple H is that. Triple H is still technically. No, 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 no. no. What Triple H doesn't count? Uh, and no. he walks out his steam plays. No, but you can't have that. I know what he means. I know I know what he means, Rab. I think you should do it the new. The new. The new. Hashtag the new. What do you mean the new you think Triple H is Triple H is the new though? This is what I'm trying to This is what I'm trying to establish. Not an in ring performer, Robert. Um I don't know. I don't know if that's fair. No, you don't know them. Rab Disney know them. Rab Disney know them. What are you saying? I don't know the list. Because that means that. So John's told you before the show, we're doing entrance music and it's an new event. Fuck it. Triple H. Cut out. Uh, no, I've got H, three. Right, I've okay, got three. okay. I've okay. got three. Don't you uh, worry. Okay. I've got three. And it's three, it's three current ones. The new. As well. It's one's for the new. Right. Mm-hmm. So my number three. And this is maybe going to. Oh, but this is. What if it's a current wrestler, but he's been about for ages? No, it's not the new. Oh, come on, what are you talking about, man? It's not the new, mate. Look up what the new is. Wait, so, so is Edge the new? I'll let you off with Edge. Let you off with Edge, mate, but it's a kind of cheap way out. Well, it's, it's no Edge anyway, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's no Edge. Um, right. And I think one of, them might, one of them that I'm going to say here might very much surprise you. Right, well. okay. Number three. For me, is bizarrely, and this is something that's just grown on me over the past few years because I used <laughs> to actually hate this theme. Is a uh, Randy Orton's entrance theme? I'm it's not the new. It is the new. It's the new. And I think this is quite interesting because what what see here's what number three should have been on this list. It should have been Rusev. Rusev should still be there. Fucking love Rusev. I, mate, I, that always took me by surprise that you said that was your favourite entrance music. I just don't get that. Oh, that's a belt. That's a belt of that. Dun, 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 oh, dun, dun, but a heel. That's a heel. That's a great heel. It's nothing like what are you singing, Grado. No, what is that? No, it doesn't know. Rusev, ha, Rusev, ba. Dun, 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 um, but 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 what I nearly put in there, by the way, was a uh, Finn Balor. I love Finn Balor's. Oh, that's good music, and I love Nakamura's music as well. Right, but my actual number two is the Fiend. Oh yes, Catching Flies. Aye, but it's like the new one, the new, the new, aye, the, the theme. Catching Flies. That one. Yeah. With the female um, vocal on it. Aye, aye. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. And that was like one of the things I loved. I remember like sending it to people, Nora, check the Fiend's new entrance music, Nora. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, listen to this. 
You should see his entrance, man. He comes out. Look what he looks like. He comes out and he's got his, his old gimmicks. He as a lantern when he comes out and all that. This guy's going to be brilliant, I said. And I've got a heavy you know. metal bone taking a fucking spice at up and put the screaming on it. Lesson learned. Number one. <laughs> Let me just explain to you why I've chosen this as my number one. I love computer games, right? I'm into, I, I like computer games and video games more than I like wrestling. Right? And in particular, I love RPG games and I love Japanese RPG games. Yoshitatsu. And when you get the end, when you get to the end boss in a Japanese RPG, there's always this epic music, like you're about to fight the greatest fight of your life. So my number one is Roman Reigns. Who has now done that with his new music? Oh, I think he's new music. He's still got new music, has he? Oh, oh Grado is oh, brilliant. I've not heard that. It's good. Grado is brilliant, man. No. John, can you play it in for him? Can you play I'll it in? Play it in, man. I'll play it in for him. We'll probably get demon. Well, we'll get. Well, we'll cut this bit. We'll cut no, this no, bit. No, no, no. I need I'll to hear it right now. Hold on. I will get it because I was listening to it today. Try and get it nice and loud. A banger. Swaggering out, man. <laughs> That's good. Do you know what? It's not what I expected. I thought that he was going to get a rapper to do it the way he was talking. Oh, I think it's brilliant. And I think it's, it's, it seems to have went over really well as well. Wait. They know what they're doing. They? I think most of the feedback online and all that, and, and it isn't often, usually when people get new music, they're kind of like, what's this? I hate that. It's not, but the reaction's been pretty good. Would you not say so, John? I have. There's actually a few. The punters have uh, flagged that up this week. You know what? We were talking about Jim Johnson last week. AEW. Oh, the fact, if we talk about... AEW should have signed Jim Johnson. That's what I'm saying. That would have been, that would have been cool. That's a great shout. Or CFO Dollar sign there, actually. Some of their themes were pretty good as well. I mean, they, 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 they didn't know they there anymore, right? They're not there anymore, no. They've been uh, binned off. So who they, does were, it? they were the ones that did Rusev. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did Rusev. They did Undisputed Era. They did Keith Lee. All the all the themes that have been dropped now. Because the Shield, did, I think they did the Shield as well. Um, and that, obviously, they've dropped that because they're trying to, obviously, stop using them because they have to pay money for them. So they're bringing in their, their own people to do it now. Was it them that did Nakamura's as well? Aye. It was. The guy that the guy that done Nakamura's done Norms, I'm sure. So I remember when Norm just signed, and the guy was asking, "What do you want?" It was like, "What kind of gee ideas?" And he threw ideas, and he, what he done, he kind of he played it for him, like a kind of like a voice note. You know what I mean? Aye, aye, aye. Uh, it was interesting to hear how, how it all exciting went. would that be, man? Brilliant. Would be WWE, wouldn't it? and then somebody being like, "How's this sound for your entrance?" Not for mm-hmm. me, man. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Well, I mean, aye. John says Kevin Owens theme is a banger. Can throw in Nakamura. Um, Finn Balor, he loves as well. Bronze Cello says Balor as well. No better feeling than being in a sold out crowd and everybody doing the arms with the music. Crowd's back soon, please. True, very true. I'm glad we give a shout out to Finn Balor there. Dan says the Fiend theme is very good. Quality entrance, pity all stops there though. Edges still pops them as well. 
Kirk says Kyle O'Reilly's new one bangs. The superstition by Stevie Wonder sound and riff alone makes it a worthy post undisputed era effort. Nakamura's without the rappings up there and all. Care says for as long as Edge is still kicking about, it will forever be Edge. Fraser says it's Bobby Roode still. That's a great one. Danny says is he still, still glorious? Aye, still, still cutting about with that poor guy. Uh, Vanna says Damien Priest. Scott says Roman Reigns' new theme is a belter. Randy's is still the best though. Nice to wrestler says I really like Sheamus's theme and Roman's new one is a belter. Roman getting a good shout out here. Dell says Edge goosebumps when he comes out or charge duties tits. And Andy says, no, no, the music all sounds the same these days, so. <laughs> Robert, I want to ask you a serious question. When you go to the toilet, do you shut the door behind you? Most of the time, usually. Right. You don't want random folk looking in you, do you? Well, no. Well, here's, here's the next question for you. Why would you let folk look in you when you're browsing, perusing internet? Why would you? Using the internet without a thing called ExpressVPN, it's like going to the bog and no shutting the door. Because did you know that your internet service provider, you know, your BTs, your Comcast, your Skies, Veris and the full lot, they know every single website you visit. And what's worse is they can sell you. They can sell you information to ad companies, the tech giants, the full lot of them, and they'll use your data to target you. And you don't want to target in your back. Well, ExpressVPN, it puts a stop to it. Creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and it might see that you're online activity. It can't be seen then. Now, I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works on everything. It works on phones, laptops, even your routers are wired up. So everybody who shares your Wi-Fi can still be protected, even if they don't have ExpressVPN. The best part is, Rob Boy, Using ExpressVPN, this <laughs> is easy as shutting the bathroom door. You fire up the app, you click the in button, and you're protected. It's the number one rated. ExpressVPN is rated number one by CNET, The Wild, The Verge, countless others. So, if you're a bit like me and you believe your online activity is your own business, secure yourself today. Get your bodies to expressvpn.com forward slash wrestling today. Use my exclusive link, and here it is. It's exp. R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash wrestling, and you can get an extra three months free. It's expressvpn.com slash wrestling. It's time for another Wrestling Daft Road story. We are wrestlers on the way back for a show, and we're trying to pop each other using your story, stories you've sent in to clarify this is not my story. <laughs> so let's get in the car, and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Guys, mm. my was not starting. Hold on. Mm. Try again. Mm. Oh, I flood the battery. Hold on. Aye. Mm. Give me two seconds. There's a wee cheeseburger for you, there, mate. Thanks, bro. It's my cheat there. So, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to tell you a wee story, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, this might be something. This might be something that surprises you, actually. Right, okay. This story. Um, tell this man, the floor is yours. I want, I want to tell you, mate. Hold on, let me just swing a wee left here. Very good, there we go. Right, I found it. I found the story in my emails. Right, so. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Hi. So, I'm going to tell you a story, mate. Right? For one grizzled veteran, you another, right? Sure, sure. And you know, uh, we've been doing the road and we're. You know, I'm in my forties now. You know, you're, you're, you're getting up there, mate. You know what I mean? So, let me tell you a story. 
you should draw that. So I'm about 11 or 12 years old. I'm at my granny's for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to everybody back in the day. I mean, you're hoping you're going to get a fucking story as like, you know what I mean, a grown man doing something. But anyway. It's always the same. I'm at my granny's for the weekend. I'm in maybe primary seven or something, right? Um, so I popped after my grands to see your weekend pals now, you know what I mean? Your mom and dad get ready for a few days, you feel me? <laughs> so I'm at my granny's. She says to me, I wait at the shop and get a bottle of milk for the tea, right? right? So I'm thinking the shop's at least a mile away. I can't be fucked walking away there and back with the milk, right? So I've dug out the communal shannery a bike out of the shed, right? So it's nobody in particular's bike, right? It's just a bike, a shed, right? All the cousins would use it if they dared. What we're doing at my granny's, you know what I mean? It's just this old fucking bike. The fan of the bike. So I've dug that out of the shed, right? Blew the stir off it. Now we go to the shop. Go to milk, that was fine. And start flying back down the hill to my granny's street, right? Now I've taken a right into the crescent, and the bar that connects the seat to the handlebars gees up a ghost, mate, and snaps. I've got a milk in a bag hanging off a honel bars and it's snapped and I've shot forward mate, you follow me? <sighs> my dick and my boys mate, I've shot forward to you and I'll now rest on top of the handle bars mate, you follow me? I'm trying to keep the bike upright without taking a heater. So I've took a bend, this has all happened and I've found myself careering towards the lamppost, right you follow me? <sighs> Next thing I know, I've hit the lamppost with the front of my bike, right? and my bell end has been wedged between the honol bars and the lamppost, you feel me? <laughs> I've ran in, roaring and greeting, telling my granny my bell ends and bits bleeding all over the shop. She's whipped out the soda cream, mate, and put it on with the same force as a Ric Flair chop, telling me it'll be all right. <laughs> Never had a bigger redneck in my life, mate. <laughs> what a carry on. <laughs> the best thing about that is somebody's actually went, I tell the boys about the time I fell off my bike and my granny's. I fucking love that. I, mean, I know. Like this guy, what else has this guy done in his life since then? You know what I mean? I He's went, I've got a story, man. He fell off his bike. That was Johnny Owen. Johnny, Johnny Owen. Brilliant. Johnny's Brilliant. murdered a guy. Johnny murdered a guy, man. We big, we big, <laughs> he had a, bike, a guy where he'd do a crowbar knot and flung him in Hoganfield Lock, right? And now he's like, what story will I tell the boys? I won't tell them about a murder. I'll tell them about the time I fell my, my bike. And Aye, that'll throw them. You know what I mean? I hurt my wee man. <laughs> yeah, but I hurt my wee man. Um, so that was that was a great road story there. Thank you for Johnny Owen. Uh, it was a, an absolute pleasure to read that. Um, I enjoyed it. It was, it was well written, that one. I enjoyed well the way written. it was written. I enjoyed the way it was written. If you have a wrestling daft road story, it doesn't have to be anything to do with wrestling. Just a funny story about your life, about your, you know, about your belt end or whatever. Drop us a DM on Twitter at Wrestling Daft or contact us on the Facebook page. So that's it for Wrestling Daft. So, Please yeah. rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us wherever you get your podcasts. Mind for more content. Loads loads of content up on that Patreon. You need to get involved in that Patreon. See once we get to a certain amount of numbers on that Patreon, big things are going to happen. We can't even tell you what the big things are. But see if we get the numbers up on that Patreon, big announcements are going to get made. And why not check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. We have got great merch. Grado told you all about it earlier. And let me tell you something. He wasn't lying. This is a guy. He's a father. He's going to be a father soon. So you can trust him. Thank you so much for listening. Grado, what's next for you, mate? Don't know, but if you want to go on the Patreon, you'll get to see the wee videos that we do. And also, you'll be able to see like, Jeff Jarrett's house, man. You see his front room. 
see his belts and that. It's good to see his belts. Stuff like that. Really. See big my big thanks to Jeff Jarrett for jumping on the show. Uh, very sad I didn't Ooh. manage to catch up with him. I'm sure I'll catch up with him at a later point. Make sure to check out Jeff Jarrett's podcast as well, which is called My World. So check that out. You'll get that where you get the Wrestling Daft podcast. That's your big two to listen to this week and every week going forward. Um, Remember, listen so, of the week, listen of the week. Listener of the week. Well, this is Jeff an easy Jarrett. one. It's got to be. I like. I like the guy that's, that just says. Oh, his song sounds the same. I like that guy as well. <laughs> Let's ski, like, because it was beautiful when it was perfect comic timing. But congratulations, Andy. You are the listener of the week with your. Oh, the music just sounds the same these days, you know, like that. <laughs> so that's the kind of. Um, that's the attitude we're wanting. That's yeah. the vibe we're looking for. Uh, Grado. You better get your sleep in the new, but you can, mate. I've tired of it since this pregnancy. Get haggled, telling you, mate. I'm fucking buggered at night. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard, mate. It's hard. Yeah. Um, all the best, you mate, and got up the road. Right, mate. It's yourself, right enough. Here <laughs> you. Up the road, it's yourself. Hey, don't fail. Wonka, Wonka. Audio Frontier. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.